Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. It is here. We are here. Another week of the uh, Smokey.com Texas High School Football statewide podcast and we have survived and enjoyed i hope and in some cases uh teams that were supposed to win did teams that weren't supposed to win are cinderella and then there's a few disappointments and even stunning wins and losses along the way i'm david smoke garrett ross producing and running the mothership on this weekly podcast it airs every thursday goes live at 10 o'clock under the umbrella of 365 sports on youtube so one of the stories over the weekend, and we will get to the uh, best games this week, the best wins last week, players of the week, a neat story about a young man who gutted through playing with a broken collarbone. We will focus today on Kilgore in 4A Division One and Winsboro in Class 3A Division One. But we start with a sad note. You've heard of the dynasty uh, or the long-running, tremendous history of Dangerfield High School, the great run under Dennis Alexander, and others who have had great success at Dangerfield. But it all really started back when their first state championship in 1968. Their coach was Bill Lane. Bill Lane passed away over the weekend. He also eventually joined Grant Taft and his staff at Baylor to help recruit players out of East Texas, defensive coordinator, Bill Lane passed away over the weekend. There's a picture here in a game against Lufkin Dunbar in 1968 where he's addressing his team in the locker room. Uh, unbelievable. That game was played at Stephen F. Austin uh, in Nacogdoches, and he passed away. That's a picture from the 1968 Dangerfield yearbook. And uh, a, a sad story, and yet what a life And so many people that reacted to the loss of Bill Lane, including Grant Taft and many former players too. So our thoughts and prayers are with the Lane fam family uh, and what he meant to high school football and football in general and touched so many young lives when it comes to his impact and his leadership and uh, his uh, also professionalism. Now, the best wins from last week, we could name 30, 50, 80 of them. But I thought the Lucas Lovejoy, the Lovejoy winning is Melissa. Uh, Melissa, of course, has had a great run. We focused in on them early in the year. Lovejoy winning 28-7 to in 5A. Stephenville uh, in a tough game with La Vega. That district was Stephenville, La Vega, and China Springs. Stephenville, China Springs, La Vega. Stephenville beat both China Spring and La Vega. China Spring beat La Vega, and that was a shootout. And then La Vega is still really, really good. Panther Creek, I'm going to feature them if they keep winning. I spoke with their coach, Clint Surratt. No real, well, like many, 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 many different, like I guess at some point, a relationship with Carthage's nine-time state champion, Coach Scott Surratt. Clint Surratt of Panther Creek. Second year of football. 
Frisco exploded. We know that with all of the businesses and all the growth up there. What used to be Frisco High that now is like almost an entire region of Frisco. Panther Creek, the latest one, beat Salina. It's a great win, 31-27. Kilgore, we're about to talk with Clint Fuller. They lost their opening game to Carthage on a missed extra point. They're really, really good. And they closed out the year against a Chapel Hill team that thought I, maybe a lot of people did, including perhaps me. They would run the table. Not so fast, my friends. Chapel Hill, they've had a little bit of a hiccup. They lost to Lindell a few weeks back. They're really good, but they're not playing well. Jeff Reardon with the challenge of trying to get them untracked. They beat Chapel Hill. Kilgore did 39-16. to Harmony, 26. Dangerfield has spoke about Bill Lane. 26-21. Jeremy Jenkins has been through numerous injuries for a team that last year took that thing all the way to the end before losing. Dangerfield, they beat Dangerfield 26-21. At the bottom of my list of games that we had on Pick'em last week, uh, Parish Episcopal out of Dallas in a shootout win against Prestonwood 49-40. So, here are Smokey.com. We gather all the nominations from coaches throughout the greater East and Central Texas area. And then I get nominations from people on Twitter, uh, those who follow me on Twitter, uh, through my website, through members, and just me also kind of looking around and, and seeing some of the great performances so we can highlight them. Overall, in East Texas, Jaden Johnson plays both wide receiver and defensive back New Diana. Had uh, four catches, 100 yards, three scores, scored two touchdowns, rushing, tackles. He had a TFL, a tackle for a loss, a sack, a cause fumble, an interception, and also had a short punt return and a win against Queen City. Congratulations to Jaden. Mason McMinn, the quarterback at Mount Pleasant, they beat Hallsville. 337 yards passing, four scores, rushed for a touchdown, and caught a touchdown. Rushed for four, passed for one, and also himself caught a touchdown pass. Uh, no, passed for four, ran for one, and caught a touchdown pass. B.J. Rochelle, Pleasant Grove, watch for them. They're good. We know how good they are. He had seven tackles, three behind the line of scrimmage, also had pressure on the quarterback, a couple of sacks, caused a fumble, he also recovered a fumble and also created pressure that caused an interception and a win against Spring Hill. And then Bryce Wallum of Troop in a really nice game, great game, 38-35 uh, well, in overtime. His field goal won the game for Troop, 38-35 over Grand Saline. Now to Central Texas, Edwin Alvarado from Frost. We've had Frost on, uh, what was it, Mario Porter the first week, 137 yards rushing, touchdown, threw for 40 yards, had six tackles and two interceptions in a win against Meridian. Jet Walker, Lamb passes, big boy game, 263 yards rushing, four touchdowns, they beat Canyon Lake. And then Gabriel Anderson-Dale, I saw him when Harker Heights beat Midway 28-14 back at the uh, – what was that? In early October, I believe it may have been late September, early October. And that was Midway's uh, only loss in the district. And th they went on that run. But Anderson Dale's a disruptive player. 13 tackles, a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, a sack, and also returned an interception for a touchdown and a win against Brian and Micah Hudson. Yep, the one we had on the show, the Texas Tech commit. He'll sign with them in December. Great player, known for his receiving skills, but also had a kick return of 95 yards and a win, a blowout win against Ellison. Here's one note. It's not on a graphic, 
But I had this email sent to me by Lone Oak football coach Logan Turner. He wanted to highlight his player uh, in the game against Bells. Uh, this is this is a, a great story. Austin, um, golly, I just went blank. Austin Jackson, thank you. I'm getting older. Austin Jackson, running back, a senior, in a win for Lone Oak against Howe. He gave me all the stats. And, okay, this is great. 256 yards rushing, 25 carries, uh, scored three touchdowns. He also converted eight first downs on on, on fourth down. Eight on fourth down and also completed a pass for a two-point conversion. That's all fine. That's great. Player of the week, all that type of nomination. Then he added this note. Austin led the team in rushing to help Lone Oak finish tied for third in District 8-3A. He did this all with a broken collarbone. Unfortunately, the tiebreaker did not go in our favor, but Austin gave everything he could to put Lone Oak in position to make the playoffs for the first time since 2017. He played with a broken collarbone. Now, I went back and forth with Logan Turner. When I was a senior at Randolph High School, Universal City Randolph, we were playing Medina Valley in a non-district game. They ran the veer like a lot of people did back then. I played defensive end. I met the fullback right there, a collision. We both went down. I went down. I didn't get up. Kind of still makes me mad because I didn't get up because I thought that like I had no feeling in my shoulder and felt this massive stinging pain. It wasn't a broken collarbone, but I had a fracture, a little bit of a difference. I remember being taken, which is I hate this to this day that they wouldn't let me finish the game, but they put me in an ambulance. I went to the hospital. Embarrassing for me. I still hate this moment. But, I mean, they thought I might have broken my collarbone and probably would have not been able to play much longer anyway. We lost the game 21-12, to 12, but uh, I, they fitted me with large shoulder pads and a neck roll. It still hurt every time I hit somebody in the gap or I played on the offensive line, too, at 170 pounds. But that reminded me, not comparing what Austin Jackson did, not comparing that, but I wanted to share that story because that kind of that hit me because I can't imagine what he did playing with that kind of pain. Hey, a couple of the games to touch on. I want to Remember Keegan Ash had that 500-yard rushing game for Mount Enterprise? He had 364. Seven yards against Cushing and also scored four touchdowns in a win. So he's putting up monstrous numbers. There were others that put up big gains, but those are the ones to highlight at least for this first week of the high school state playoffs. Uh, we get a lot of teams that are out. A lot of teams are done. This week, half the teams that make the playoffs are done. And then we, of course, keep cutting it down to the state championship week up at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. When we come back, Kilgore, what a year. They've got great lineage and history. Clint Fuller, their head coach, a defensive mind. They had that one loss to Carthage. They've run the table since then, including thumping Chapel Hill. Josh Finney, 9-0 Winsboro. 9-0. They had a game where they were leading hooks early in the year in a non-district game that was canceled because of the weather. We'll talk to Josh Finney. His son, Kyler, puts up huge numbers. But as much as Winsboro's scoring, their defense is destroying people. And we'll get into that with Josh Finney. Plus the best games of this first week of the playoffs. And who won pick them last week? All that and more continues here on the Smokey.com statewide high school football podcast. 
Peters Buick in Longview has the best selection in East Texas. Over 70 Buicks to choose from. Right now, get 1.9% financing at 36 months or 4.1% financing at 60 months on all Buick models. Check out the Buick Encore GX Avenir with an all-new look and up to 31 miles per gallon. The largest selection of new Buicks from the number one Buick dealer in East Texas. Peters Buick, online at peterscars.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Kilgore Bulldogs, uh, what a year it's been for them, and they've got bigger goals to get to. A team with a state championship back in 2004, they've knocked on that door. 9-1, the opening loss, of course, to Carthage in a game that was an extra point away, and how maybe that let Kilgore know, although they should know, how good they were going to be. Clint Fuller, the head coach, joins me. David Smoke on 365 Sports and the Statewide High School Football Podcast. Uh, you got Gil. Uh, you you had the game with uh, obviously Chapel Hill last week. How good? Let's start with that. I know it's this week. How good was that to just erase the couple of losses? How close you were a year ago? Uh, it was good. You know, we Chapel Hill did a great job, Coach Root, and we got a lot of respect for that program. Both programs know each other well. They're right down the road, so our kids know their kids. And you know, we've seen them four times um, before Friday night's matchup the last two seasons. And uh, it was a big win for us. They had beat us three straight. Uh, and so to, to, to go into Chapel Hill and, and get a win for just a championship 
uh, was a big shot in the arm for, for our kids uh, and our community. Clint, it's a lot of lineage at Kilgore and East Texas. I was there forever, still cover the area from afar, but the, the, the amount of teams, the teams you play, uh, it's almost as if it's its own conference in a way, the pride of East Texas, Beast Texas or whatever. It, it, that still remains that deep type of uh, we don't like each other, but we also respect each other. Absolutely. You know, every every week, you know, even in our non-district schedule, uh, we're, we're going to line up against uh, some of the great programs in the state and then you get in the district and uh, it, it's a dog fight every week, um, you know, but everyone has a ton of respect uh, for each other. And, you know, once you get to this time, uh, you're rooting for those programs that you, you play in the regular season and, until you until the week that you play them again. Yeah, absolutely. And you're probably going to do that. That's part of the deal. Uh, what did you learn about the game against Carthage 30-27? We know what they've done, and we know Kilgore, Carthage, Henderson down a little bit, but what they've done, Chapel Hill, Lindale, uh, uh, Gilmer. What what was that game, even though disappointing because of the extra point that was missed, how much did you learn, and what did you learn about your team? Well, I, I, first thing I learned is that our team was very tough. You know, it was that opening game of the year it was very, very hot. Uh, it started off about 100 degrees uh, at kickoff, and, and it was a back-and-forth game um, between us and them, and um, our kids fought tooth and nail uh, and, you know, really had a miscue uh, in special teams. And um, But I was just really proud of how tough our kids were and, and how resilient they were. You know, there were times where we were up, we didn't get too high. There were times where we were down, uh, and we, we found a way to, to fight back in the game. We got uh, some defensive stops in the fourth quarter that were huge um, to give uh, give our team a chance to uh, win the game. And so right off the bat, I kind of I knew it already. You don't know until you know until you get on the field. But I felt like we had a really tough, uh, resilient football team, and that that showed itself in that first game. And you forced turnovers in that game. You had a pick six. I think you had three or four turnovers that went your way, which also kind of gave you. And I think that's like a feeding frenzy once you get them in in a game. Uh, I had an opposing coach tell me that, uh, one, you're a defensive-minded guy. Has that always been that way? And how much because of that, and you guys play good defense, really good defense, how much of it the challenge of today and really for the last several years the way the game is played on offense? Yeah, I've, I've always been a defensive guy. My dad was a defensive coordinator for a long time before he became a head coach. And, you know, I was kind of a defensive player growing up and just being around my dad. And I, I really – learned the structure um, that initially I started with as a coach for my dad. But, yeah, um, you know, moving forward, I was defensive coordinator, a few stops, including Pleasant Grove. And then coming to Kilgore, you know, it's been a, it's always been a program that's had a, traditionally a great defense. And so to be able to come in here uh, and continue on with that tradition of playing great uh, defense um, was, was important to me. And, you know, over the last few years, uh, really the last 10 years, you know, offense has really evolved and made it very tough on defenses. And, you know, you have to defend the field from sideline to sideline and deep to short, and that, that can stretch you thin. Uh, but I, I also love that. It's a challenge every week. You know, out here in East Texas, we see different offenses every week, everything from the wing tee to the spread. Uh, and so it really challenges you uh, schematically uh, to, to make sure that you're, you, you're in the right spots and, and, and you, you're not outnumbered. Um, but also, um, keeping it simple for your kids because uh, a lot of our kids play both ways. And so uh, there's a fine line of, of making sure you're schematically sound, but also keeping it simple 
our kids don't want to think they want to play fast. They want to play physical. And so we don't ever want to put too much on them. So it's a challenge every Saturday and Sunday to, to get a plan for them to go execute. So you, you were a part of that run that Josh Gibson has had at Pleasant Grove. Obviously you were a part of that. How much did you learn? How much of that is in your blood with that success? Uh, Josh, uh, he taught me a lot. I, I, my dad and his dad coached together. Um, and, and I, I've, he's been like a big brother to me my entire life. And, you know, going, going to PG, uh, and, and, you know, defensively, you know, kind of had my bangs. I've been a defensive coordinator for a while, but I really drew a lot of seeing how to run a program and how to build a culture and, you know, how to treat people. Uh, you know, Josh is a genuine guy. You're, you're going to see what you get is what you see with him. And, um, you know, he, he taught me how to build those relationships. Uh, and really build the belief within a program uh, from the ground up through the kids and the coaches. And so very grateful uh, to him. And, and a lot of the things that I do is uh, based on some of the things that we did at PG. Clint, do you uh, change anything up when you start the playoffs or what you do now is what you did prior to, to Carthage or what you did prior to Chapel Hill? Do you change anything at all knowing it's one and done if you don't win? No, we don't. Um, you know, a big, a big part, you know, especially with our non-district schedule is to really um, figure out a rhythm and a routine for our kids and, and how we're going to prepare. And, you know, our objective every week is to get better as a football team. And, and I believe that if that's our focus, if we continue to grow, you know, Friday night takes, kind of takes care of itself. So, you know, our preparation, our, our routines during the week, um, they don't change a whole lot. Um, once we get in the playoffs, um, cause we've kind of hit our rhythm. Our kids understand what they got to do to prepare to win. They kind of understand what the week's going to look like. And so we want to keep it consistent, uh, for them as we move through the playoffs. Because again, at the end of the day, we want to get better. We want to be better this Friday night than we were last Friday night at Chapel Hill. You have to have the talent, the coaching as well. But this seems to be based on what you've told me before that this team is very special when it comes to a chemistry camaraderie of course people say that when you're winning but there's something about them you mentioned the bad storm that sometimes can blow through a city and you had that east texas gets those high winds and power outages etc uh, and that everything was kind of shut down but your players said wait a minute we still have work to do while helping the community and elsewhere but also we've got to get ourselves back to work we kind of reflect back on that story for me if you don't mind Yes, sir. There was, a, there was a bad storm that came through. I think it was in June, and it blew out the power uh, in, in our entire area from Hillward to Longview all the way down to Marshall. And, uh, you know, a lot of school districts, including our own, shut down because they didn't have power. Uh, and so I sent out um, a message to our team Sunday night saying that we we're going to have to cancel strength and conditioning um, and, until further notice. And uh, Monday, the power was turned back on uh, at the school and I started getting texts from our kids like, hey, are we going to get back? Are we going to get back? And, um, you know, it just showed me that how determined they were um, to, to go make make a big impact. You know, a lot of them were seniors uh, in their senior year to go, to go put in the work, to go win, go have a successful season, go reach some of our goals. And, you know, during that time, during that week, once we got back on Tuesday to strength conditioning, you know, a lot of our kids and our coaches didn't, still did not have power at their house. And so coming up here at 8 a.m. in the morning and working out uh, and, and, and pushing themselves and lifting, running, and, and going through skills, and then going back home uh, with no AC, it, it was a tough week. But to them, it was more important to continue to keep working. I think the, the other part of it, the bigger part of it, was they wanted to be together. Um, they didn't want to have a week off where they weren't around each other and that. 
that showed me again that the toughness and the resiliency uh, that this group has. And I've seen it for a long time, but it just it further nailed home that in my mind that we had something going this year. Clint, the 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 city, the town, the school, the tradition. I've I've reflected back Mike Valerie in two thousand four, Mike Wood and what he had done too, and then you take over. Uh, some of the names, and I, I covered Kilgore forever and still, you know, I'm just going to throw out some of the names like uh, Davin Ryder, Keith Gillum, uh, Travion Epps, Ladarius Anthony. There was Jamar Toombs way back in the day, Van Zanet quarterback, Davon Vincent, which is going to go back a little bit further. And there's a lot more. I'm not naming everybody, but how much does it mean to put that red jersey on and have that Kilgore and Bulldogs on their chest? I mean, everything, you know, one of the standards of our, our program is respect to K, and part of that uh, standard is understanding the history um, of Kilgore and, and what a traditional uh, powerhouse it's been and, you know, understanding that it's our job to keep that going. And our kids know that because their parents, their fathers, their grandfathers, their uncles uh, played in the program, and just a lot of those guys you name are still around the program. And so – uh, it, it's something that, that, that goes, that stays with them. You know, our kids, our seniors, uh, will be back next year to watch the next, the, the next group and they'll, they'll be at the games when, when, when they're older and their sons will come through the program. And so it's something that means a lot to, to our program, it means a lot to our community, uh, which, which is special, which is one of the reasons I wanted to come back to Kilgore, uh, because I knew that football was important, uh, to the community and they understand the impact that football makes it's a, it's about a lot more than winning and losing games it's about you know teaching young men how, how to be leaders uh in the community and, and giving them opportunities that they might not have otherwise and so it's important to our kids it's important to our school district uh it's important to our community and, and we we don't take for granted how much support we receive um from, from our school district and our community and our kids take it to heart and they try to invest back into it i can't name everybody but isaiah ross last year was a monstrous player for you at running back and then i want to go all the way back because i'm old ed jackson back in the late 80s and kilgore was really that's when oh my god uh, uh, i just went blank on the coach that was the legend that was cameron. yeah james cameron sulfur springs yes, i love that man he was he was as good as it gets all right, so if you are in East Texas and you win one of these districts in 4A, and I know it's like that in all the classifications, but do you feel pretty much if you get through that, you can play against anybody in the state of Texas? Uh, it, it certainly gives you confidence um, to go compete. Um, you know, our, our kids have a, a lot of belief right now. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, when you get in the playoffs, if you, if you have one bad night, you can go home. And it, it doesn't really matter what you've done. Uh, pursuing that so our focus is on making sure that we're, we're getting prepared uh that we're checking all the boxes and you know we're gonna have to go out and play well to be the good Livingston team we're not looking ahead um to anything down the road um our and there's a lot of people talking you know um about silver right now which is great um i want our program and our kids to be to get that recognition but on the flip side of that um it's important that our kids understand that our, our job right now uh is to get prepared to go win uh, our first round game against Livingston. Absolutely. Last thing I mentioned, the pride of the Kilgore name Bulldogs. And it's also within the city, the town as well. The kids go and coach the junior high players. And it, it, it's just, I, I don't know. Isn't that in the end? Yes. The Friday night or Saturday playoff games, even Thursday, but isn't that really what it's like? The entire town is just soaking with pride about Kilgore Bulldogs football. 
Yes, sir. And I mean, it's, it's that way with everything. It's not just football. Um, you know, Kilgore, uh, one of the great things, one of the special things about Kilgore is they're going to support the youth uh, in, in our community. And, you know, the band, the cheerleaders, basketball, baseball, um, volleyball, um, soccer, um, there's a ton of support um, for our student athletes uh, in our community. And, you know, just like you mentioned, our, our kids, um, appreciate that and that they go back, you know, for us in football, uh, during the spring, our high school kids coach our middle school seven on seven. They go over there after school and help, help those young kids, teach them the offense, teach them the defense, mentor those kids, talk to them about leadership, talk to them about what it means to be a, a great teammate. They go and coach them, uh, when we go play in league play and tournaments. And then, you know, fast forward into, uh, the fall. They're at they're they're at their games on the sideline with them, talking to them, encouraging them, and and really trying to show them the culture uh, and of Kilgore football. So when they leave, you know our, our current uh, you know varsity team when they leave, you know those guys coming up um, can continue what what's been built here. Hey, by the way, you were at Nelson Byron Nelson early on, weren't you? Yes, How about who they are now, huh? Did you did you ever see them being who they are now? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough to, to go there with Brian Paul because another big mentor uh-huh. of mine, um, worked for him for a long time before he, he went on to the UIL. But, um, you know, Byron, Byron Nelson Trophy Club, Roanoke, uh, area, a great area to live in. Yep. Um, great, great community. Um, you have a diverse, um, uh, population. So you got a mixture of a, a lot of different kids. Uh, and it's, it's a great thing, uh, because you have a lot of different cultures that intermingle in there. And, and certainly we knew we, we had some success um, as a new school when I was at Byron Nelson. Uh, and you could see once, you know, with that area is growing so much and they're opening up schools and, and you get kids pulled away from you. But once all that kind of got settled down and you had a direct line of kids that you were going to be able to keep in your program, seven through 12, um, I, I felt like, yeah, for sure you could build something there. And they, they've certainly done that. Coach Pride has done a fantastic job. Of building that program into what it is today, Clint. If you don't mind, one more story because I wanted to, we've had John King at Longview, and and I, I I there's not a stadium I think in East Texas where I have not covered a game from when I was in uh, television and or in radio broadcasting either way. But you played a game against Gilmer at Pleasant Grove at Lobo Stadium in Longview. <laughs> Uh, yes, Trinity Mother Francis, or I think it's Christus Mother Francis now in Tyler with the setting, the bowl, and the way that has been set up. But on a Friday, Saturday, or a playoff game, Lobo Stadium, massive crowd, huge game. Um, do you ever, did you ever just like, as an assistant coach, you just go, wow, what a great view, what a setting? Yes, I did. And that, that was one of, that's one of those games you never forget. Um, and, you know, I probably don't, I probably don't as much uh, as I should take in those moments because I get so focused on what what we need to do or, you know, in, in that moment defensively, how are we going to stop Gilmer? Um, but that was one of those special nights where you look up and you're just like, wow, you know, Gilmer versus PG in a regional final or a regional semifinal. Uh, it's a packed stadium, uh, and it, it was a great night, especially – uh, we, we came out on top on that one. And so it was one of those games um, that, that you always look back on uh, with, with, with great memories. Good luck against Livingston. Good luck with what you've done and carried it into the playoffs and perhaps maybe the possibility of late December at AT&T Stadium. But I know it's week by week, opponent by opponent. Clint, great to talk to you. Thanks for your time. Keep it up and have a great run.
Yes, sir. Thank you. Clint Fuller, head football coach at Kilgore. Nine and one, beat Chapel Hill and now Livingston to start the bi-district playoffs. This is Smokey.com statewide high school football podcast on 365 Sports. Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat in Longview has the largest new Jeep selection in East Texas, like the Jeep Wrangler 4XE with fuel economy of 49 miles per gallon and 375 horsepower. Right now, come and get behind the wheel of a new Jeep Wrangler for $1,500 off MSRP. And shop new Wrangler Gladiator and the Jeep Grand Cherokee during the Jeep Adventure Days event. And check out the only exclusive Jeep showroom in East Texas at Peter's Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat. Online at peterschryslerjeep.net. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletic, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Winsboro, they're 9-0 and, and really uh, had a lead and then the game canceled against Hooks early on in the season during non-district. 9-0 in a very competitive district. Head coach Josh Finney joins us, the 365 Sports and a Smokey.com statewide high school football podcast. You are 9-0. You are bludgeoning people, obviously, with a lot of points scored, but the key to me is looking at your scores, Josh. You have a defense that is beating people up disrupting people, creating turnovers, and not letting them breathe. When did that turn around for you, or did that? when did that click for you? Uh, you know, we, we saw we saw spurts of it all during the year last year. We just never could put, you know, several plays in a row. But, you know, we knew we had a bunch of young guys and had those guys come back. And 
man, we just had a really great off season with those guys. And, um, but man, they've been playing like some junkyard dogs this year on defense, giving us some short fields and, uh, you know, playing. So it makes it a little bit, you know, where you can be aggressive on offense and take some chances and, and do stuff. So, you know, defense has been a big part of our success. You, uh, you have a saying, keep the main thing, the main thing. Well, I think I know what that means, but tell me. You know, like, you know, I mean, you, you want to look ahead. Oh, man, we got a great draw. The bracket looks good. Malakoff not till four. Jerry's world, you know, play at the star. But none of that stuff matters. You know, the only thing that matters right now is Atlanta, you know, each and every day. You know, what do we got to do to beat Atlanta? What do we got to do to beat Atlanta? But, you know, then when you start the game, though, it's well, that play. You know, that, that play is the only thing that's the main thing. It's not the next play. It's not later on. You know, so, you know, you know, the main thing is what that moment is and capturing that moment. Yeah, and and you guys are doing that one game at a time. You, uh, you've you been around as far as a head coach. Not everything has always worked out, and maybe not everybody likes certain styles of how you do things. And I remember back in the day when you were at Teague, and, and that, that's a hard place to coach, and a lot of other people have proven that. Uh, but now here you are. Do you feel like you've validated yourself in recent years? Uh, you know, I mean, I think it's like 129 wins in 14 years as a head coach. So, yep. yes, sir. But, you know, uh, you know, I think everybody uh, goes to different schools. And, and you know, because I've been at Whole Day Z, I've been at Maud, you know, I've been at, you know, the time at Mesquite Poteet with Randy Jackson, you know, um, you know, I've been all over Groveton with Bob Wager, you know, so. I think just every time you make a stop somewhere, there's a group of kids there that need you that you can impact. And that's where the Lord's placed you at that point. And, you know, you do the best you can. And and then you take bits and pieces from each place uh, and, and learn from them. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, as you go on that you, you gain uh, from each place. You uh, had the game with hooks that was canceled because of the weather. There's always about one of those every year for pretty much everybody. And in East Texas, we have Clint Fuller who joined us. They, they of course, uh, had bad weather over the summer. It's just part of living in East Texas, I guess. But you had a lead in that game, and hooks is really good, like really good. What did you learn about your team before that game was canceled? I, you know, they're a really good football team, and we just wanted to go see, you know, how we would respond to, you know, get hit in the nose and, and having some adversity and, you know, and being able to play against some high-level competition. And, you know, our, our kids were able to do that at that point. You know, it was a great ball ball game going in. I'd like to see what would happen. You know, they're a good ball club over there. You know, Birdwell and Bay Singer, those guys do a great job and uh, at hook. So, you know, but – we knew early on that we were going to be special after the scrimmages. Mm -hmm. You know, we spent so much time in seven on seven and at camps and clinics and, you know, at summer workouts. Uh, you know, we our kids invested a lot of time. You haven't really been tested. And I'm not saying that, you know, there weren't games that were a little bit dicey. Uh, you beat Pottsboro even then, 52-28. Have you been tested enough? Man, you know, the, the scoreboard doesn't show it, you know, but, you know, we try to test ourselves every day and put ourselves in uncomfortable situations, you know, but at some point we're going to, you know, you get in the playoffs right now. I mean, there's 64 teams left yeah. and, you know, uh, I think everybody can test you now. So I think it's going to be different kinds of tests, um, you know, whether it's, you know, can we score 38 points in the first quarter or, 
No, do we come out of the first quarter with zero points and have to rattle off 21 in the second quarter, you know, or or do we get 14 points in the first half and can we get 42 in the second half? You know, I, I don't know that, but, you know, I think it's going to be a different type of test, no no doubt. Um, but, you know, there's every team's in the playoffs for a reason and, and you can't take anything for granted. So, you know, that ball is all blown and don't bounce your way sometimes. So, um, just got to be ready for anything that we may throw. Everybody throws the kitchen sink at us. We see different trick plays every week, different style. This they take chances. The defense we work on all week is not what we see. So <laughs> we got a bullseye on our back, and and they have nothing to lose. So they throw different stuff at us to uh, catch us off guard. You know, Josh, uh, I, I I have not seen Atlanta on film. I don't get to watch a lot of that. I know that's available out there, but I do remember the team they had in 03 that won a state title. Ben Scharnberg was the head coach. And one thing I know about them, they got the quarterback that's thrown for a lot of uh, yards, et cetera. But one thing I know is they can run. Uh, they can yeah. flat out run. Yeah, the, the, the Jack Rabbits uh, is not for no reason, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Schaumburg's team has got some kids on that team, and they can go. Uh, uh, they're blessed with speed, and 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 they got a lot of it. So they're just so dangerous at any point, and uh, well coached. Uh, had some tough competition, um, but that, they got a lot of kids that have moved around different spots. So they've got some different kids out there, you know, and and all of them can run. Absolutely. Okay. So last year you made the nice run. You mentioned Malakoff earlier that might be later on in the season if things continue to go as planned and if it all works out that way. They beat you up pretty good to end last year. How much of that fueled your offseason? You know, um, it was was a big time. You know, our kids were still hungry, uh, didn't have very very many seniors, and, uh, you know, the taste that it left in our mouth, you know, didn't, didn't like it, you know, and you know, we were hard on them harder than ever, you know, trying to, you know, get get to this point again. You know, um, we were so beaten, banged up going into the Malakoff game. You know, we went into a gunfight with a butter knife. So uh, <laughs> last year, um, you know, we, we were we had the flu come through the field house that week. I mean, I had starters that couldn't even crawl to the bus and IVs hooked up. Couldn't even get them out of the locker room before the game. Couldn't even get them to the bus. So. Um, but you know, they were still a loaded football team, very good, and they've been good for a while. Driscoll does a great job with that group, uh, down there. So, you know, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. I, yeah, I know they, they're really good and they've been on a run. How much do you use a game like that to motivate the offseason? And eventually, though, even though it's in your mind, but you have to let it go and move forward, you know. I mean, we talked about it some, but you know, it's still about you know, keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. And, you know, each day. So, you know, after school in the spring, you know, is he trying to win after school workout? Are we trying to win the morning workout? Are we trying to win the lunch workout? You know, you got a game you're playing with yourself or, or against somebody. And if you ain't got somebody to play, you're battling yourself. And, and can you win? Can you win that moment? Um, you know, because you get tested, you know, all different kinds of tests that come from outside or inside. And it's human nature to, want to be like water and go the easiest route and you know can you be mentally tough enough to just keep keeping the main thing the main thing with those guys you have coached your sons uh kyler of course putting up massive numbers i always thought of winsboro and it was true as a team with steve pinnell and company they ran the ball uh the forward pass was not something that they use very often you've changed that how much fun and do you coach him differently than anybody else I'm probably harder on him than I am the rest of them. You know, it's tough coaching your own kid. You know, I don't know if there's a perfect recipe 
that I could give to other coaches who are coaching their kid. It's tough. You know, um, you know, he's got to, you know, I expect a, a lot out of him, you know, and I put a lot on him, but man, he's handled everything uh, really well. Um, been able to be successful and doing those things. And, you know, he loves, loves the weight room, loves the film, loves being around his teammates, has fun. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one out on the field, last one to leave the field, always wanting to get an extra work, always prepared. Um, so, I mean, he just, he loves, he loves the stuff besides the football part of it that goes with it. That makes you a great player. And he he's done that himself. Uh, your defense, I mentioned explosive, disruptive, uh, uh Fulmer. Is it Marita? Uh, is that how you yes, say, sir. uh, how good he is at linebacker, but Randy Barnes and I spoke for a little bit. I've known him. He's been coaching for a long time. He said that your offensive line is beating people up, mauling people, obviously helping protect Kyler and also opening up holes, but you've been through some injuries there and, and you've had to kind of overcome that a little bit. How much of a job have they done? No, oh, man, it, it done it. One heck of a job. You know, that's what we were not able to do. Even when we put up, you know, thousands of yards passing last year, running the football, uh, we just weren't very good up front, you know, and uh, didn't have some the right pieces to the puzzle. And those kids were young and, you know, and uh, being able to, though that old line, the way that the cohesive unit that they become and, you know, Coach Johnson and Coach Barnes coaching that offensive lineup, uh, getting them ready each week, you know, lost a really good tackle seven weeks ago. Yep. Uh, and then uh, replacing him with a tight end and had to go make a receiver into a tight end. And, and you know, he's had a bunch of bits and pieces. And, you know, so it's been a really fun. That's a fun group of guys that we have. And they're young. Um, and that's what the uh, bright spot is for them is how young they are as well. So, uh it's a really good year. I mean, I think we rushed for 2,700 yards and thrown for 2,700 yards right now. So pretty balanced. Um, but those guys have just done a phenomenal job. Josh Finney, head coach at Winsboro, maybe a question or two. Burns is the one that can play every position on the offensive line, which is great to have. And Keegan McNeil's the young man who unfortunately was injured that you lost, but uh, wanted to throw that in. You also say be intentional in being kind to people. Uh, that's not always the case. There are fake. Uh, some people act like they care. How important is it for you, your program, your coaches, and your players to be that way, to be intentional and be real? You know, I just think you got to treat those players at the bottom, you know, just like you do at the top. And, you know, you see that. And, you know, I mean, I gave out engraved wallets yesterday with a big engraved W burn on them, you know, to all the practice players yesterday to make sure they, you know, um, but I just think that you have to have a little humility and it goes a long way uh, with your players. Um, you know, they're always doing community service, always doing some acts, uh, doing different stuff. Now I got knuckleheads just like anybody else. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm teaching a football team and I, I don't have a Sunday school class and, but you know, if I can get it to be more like a Sunday school class lessons out of it, then that's great. But um, I, I got I got the kids that the the band don't want, the National Honor Society don't want, the Spanish Club don't want, and all the other organizations don't want. And I'm their last stop, so I feel like uh, you know it's our job as men to try to mold these guys and, and, and get them on the right track. And somebody's got to get them t- taught, you know, just some life lessons. So you know if they can learn a little humility along that way. Now it's tough to be that way when you and have empathy and and all that stuff right now when when you 
10, nine and a half and oh, 10 and oh, nine and oh, whatever we call it. But, right. you know, also just those kids grounded, you know, and let them know there's somebody ready to hit them in the mouth, you know, each week. So just trying to keep them prepared and not overlook an opponent and, you know, to respect everyone. So, you know, that's a, it's a tough job. I'm going to admit this up front. I was a knucklehead. I was uh, my coach, my whole, my final year, I was called like a turd. I know that, that, oh my God, but that's what I was. You have to have a few of those. I mean, you have to have a couple of guys that keep things a little bit interesting. Were you a knucklehead at Winsboro when you were playing? Uh, I'm, I'm afraid I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I was. You know what? You learn from who you were, and, and and then if you were, then you have children, and you learn how to cultivate them. Josh, I've always appreciated your style. Love your style, and uh, what a year! And I know it's not over. I know you want this to go deep into December. I wish you the best of luck. My last question: Can you try to explain on my website, which is? Good, good, like a, a daycare, smoky.com. There was a fan, there was a Winsboro fan. Her name was Go Big Red, I think, or Big Red Fan. And she's passed away. She was amazing. Her name was Carol. And she was as loyal as anyone I could ever remember. Explain what it's like, the, the family, the history, the togetherness, and what it's like to be in Winsboro, Texas. Oh, it's just such a, a blessing to be back in my hometown, you know, coaching my buddies' kids. Um, you know, coaching, you know, kin folks, coaching nephews. Um, you know, there's just such a big support network, such a big family atmosphere here in Winsboro. Um, you know, you go to the game on a Friday night, you know, and it's thousands of people packed. You know, uh, the reserve seating is filled up. You know, finding sponsors for whatever we need is not an issue. Having meals cooked for the team is not an issue. There's just such a big support network here. But even on a Thursday night, you go out there and, and the band's out there on a Thursday night for junior high games. Yep. You know, it's just a really big uh, a big deal. We have so many kids that are participating from cheerleaders, a drill team, the band. And, you know, there'll be several hundred kids out there participating on a Friday night. So uh, it's just a, a really, really big deal here. It's just like you see where they put the sign up, you know, hey, uh, Winsboro's closed. There's a football game tonight. And, yep. you know, just like seeing those movies. And, and this is one of those towns. It's like going back in time over here. And, uh, you know, it's just a great place to be at. I'm real fortunate and blessed to, uh, to be here. Got a great administration and, you know, great school board and, and and a great high school to be at. Um, it's just a really good place right now. I'll never forget my first year covering high school football was in Lufkin, Nacogdoches in 81. Groveton had a great team back then. Uh, Garrison had Domingo Bryant and a couple of guys back then. He, of course, played at A&M. But the, when you know you're having a good year, it's when you get to the season, especially in a town like Winsboro, and they start to use shoe polish on the on the cars and in the windows of the businesses downtown, and the weather starts to change. I hope you're a part of that. Great to have you on the show, Josh. Thank you so much for your time, and good luck. Thank you. Josh Finney, Thanks. head football coach at Winsboro High School. They open up the playoffs, of course, at 9-0 at Winsboro in Class 3A Division One. This is the 365 Sports Statewide High School Football Podcast. Peter's Ram in Longview is the number one Ram truck dealer in East Texas. Don't miss the biggest deal in Texas. The Ram Half-Ton Lone Star. 0% for 72 months or get $9,000 off. Ram heavy-duty trucks. The largest selection this year. And Ram commercial and fleet units are in stock and ready to go to work. The largest selection of new Ram vehicles at Peter's Ram during the Ram Power Days. Online at peterschryslerjeep.net.
In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletic, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Thanks again to Winsboro's Josh Finney and Kilgore head coach Clint Fuller for our first round of the playoffs podcast this week. Here are the winners of last week's Smokey.com winner of our Pick'em contest. You can go to the website, Smokey.com. There's a, a Pick'em link. There's like, I think there's 29 games this week. You, It's simple. It takes you maybe a minute or two. You pick the winner, fill out your name. There's an email address. And uh, if you win, we'll contact you. The winner gets a $25 gift certificate like John Washington of Waco. In fact, the Bubba's 33 certificate is on I-35, off I-35 in Waco. Congratulations, John went 24-7 and and won the Pick'em last week. Uh, you have until Thursday at 5 to fill out the Pick'em for this week, and we'll do that all the way through the state championship week. Here are the games that got most of the attention from Pigskin Prep, Jerry Forrest. Based on the rankings of the teams, there's numbers, and then you see where it says pick that's the favorite, whoever has the, the pick next to him, the black number. And off to the right, the combined index, the ratings, according to Jerry Forrest and pickskinprep.com, including Franklin. They're 9-1, lost that game in the last second to Lorena on a field goal, but they're still good. They're not as dominant. 
They've been in three straight state title games, won the last two. They're not as dominant, but they're still going to be there with Lorena and others in that region, the same region, same district. They play Hallettsville to open up with Hitchcock and Academy. Academy's in that district with Franklin, Lorena. I mean, it's so good that, in fact, uh, Yo didn't make the playoffs. They haven't been all that good, Rick Rhodes. Getting a team, trying to put that thing together. They didn't even make the playoffs with the history they have at Yo. Uh, here's another one. Wagner out of San Antonio, a slight pick against AM Consolidated. Randall and Marshall, a very good one, 9-1 and 8-2. and two. You're not going to see a lot of those type games in the first round because you have the seedings, the divisions, first place, fourth place, a lot of those type matchups, but there are enough. We have the list today. Vandegrift, I saw them earlier against Lake Travis, uh, Vandegrift runs the table again. Played for the state title last year. They play Lake Travis this week. There's Lorena. I mentioned them against Yoakum. Paradise and Vernon. <coughs> the Lions of Vernon haven't heard from them in a long time. They're 8-2. and two. Paradise, a heavy favorite in that first-round game. Port Natchez, Groves, and Brenham. Grapevine and Emerson. Emerson is good. I think Emerson might have given Panther Creek their only loss this year. Panther Creek, a team that, of course, beat Salina last week, was we brought up. There's Texas City and Huntsville. That's a seven-point pick. Gilmer and Center. This one could end up being 50-45. to 45. Center puts up a lot of numbers. Dixon, the running back, among others. I think it's uh, 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 Cash. Uh, who's the quarterback, not Cash McCollum from uh, China Spring, but they have a really good offense. Carthage beat them up and scored a bunch of points on them. Gilmer, of course, explosive with the running game as much as anything this year. The Buckeyes are favored by 11. Comanche and Henrietta, Forney, and Port Arthur Memorial, and Forney's a two-touchdown pick. That was a really good district with Longview and company. And then Timberview and Wakeland, Mansfield, Timberview, and Wakeland, Nine and one and eight and two. Go to smokey.com. Look for the pick 'em link on the top. Make your picks. These are some of them. Not all these games are in pick 'em, but a lot of them, of course, are the games to look at this week. All right. So thanks to Jack McKenzie, Garrett Ross, and of course, our great sponsors. Now, the first week of the high school football state playoffs. Can't believe it's here, but it is. And next week, half the teams are gone. It's either win or you go home. And you win, you keep your state championship hopes alive. So good luck to everybody as they advance in the playoffs this weekend and also those who made the playoffs who may not be playing next week. I'm David Smoke. Have a great weekend. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33.